The Green Industry Podcast is designed for lawn care and landscape professionals looking to grow their business, improve their craft, and help their families achieve their goals and dreams. Your host, Paul Jamison, has over a decade of hands-on experience. His lawn care company serves many of Atlanta's pro athletes and entertainers. He also has major market experience as a radio air personality. This combination helps him provide a dynamic, informative, and fun podcast. The Green Industry Podcast also showcases interviews with movie and shakers in the industry. And learn how a Paul Jamison thinks. Learn how a Julio thinks. You can get Caleb Allman on here and say, Caleb, what do you think about making investments into new equipment or should you buy used? This is the square footage. This is my rate. This is my price. This is my rate. This is the size of the yard. And this is this is all the whys of why I'm at this price. Cut that grass and make that cash. He told me to look out and pitch our future together and all that sappy <laughs> stuff. <laughs> and you know. Oh, you know. This was about lawn care. Uh, <laughs> it's turning into like the notebook. Everything starts with the user from a product development perspective, from a marketing perspective. And that's that's something we really are trying to incorporate into the culture is the user is first. We represent manufacturers of outdoor power equipment, engines, generators, utility vehicles, golf cars, etc. Lots of manufacturers. We've got 100 members. So we're their voice in Washington, D.C. Then you ask me, have you ever driven a truck? I'm like, Brian, I've run a, I've run a business for 10 years because you let me drive thunder. You're like, are you sure you know how to drive thunder? I was like, come on, dude. It's a it's a big-ass truck, though. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but so I, you gas know. was on the right, yeah. brake was on the left. And Brian came in, and he just held my hand, and he's like, look, we're going to do it. We're going to figure it out. It's going to be okay. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm tangibly doing. These are the steps. That's one thing that I think a lot of husbands don't get um, if you're listening and your wife's not on board with your dreams is if you don't involve her in the business, you don't show her tangible steps that you're taking and get her on board and involved in whatever capacity that she wants to get in on the dream with, it's very hard to believe. It doesn't seem tangible. In their trucks and on their lawnmowers and on their bobcats and people tuning in, eating it up. There's, of course, the entertainment aspect to some degree. There's the companionship, but there's also the goal of getting folks on that's going to share something. It's actually going to be applicable. It's actually a fruitful use of time. And I, I mean, I saw this all flash before my eyes. Subscribe today and begin the journey of taking your business to the next level as you learn best practices and practical strategies for maximizing profits. And we hope you'll enjoy the Green Industry Podcast. I've heard that one before, checks in the mail. Yeah, right. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Green Industry Podcast. I am your host, Paul Jamison. And today we're going to have an important conversation about the big transition into lawn care, into landscaping. It is wild how many people have been contacting us, saying whether it's through email or DM, saying, hey, Paul, I'm a police officer, or I'm a paramedic, or I got this 40-hour-a-week job, and and I want to start a lawn care company. I want, I want to do it full time. What are your thoughts? And I'm like, how much time you got? Because <laughs> I got a lot of thoughts on the transition uh, because I do have some serious wounds uh, from my first few years in business. I uh, just kind of started, and I'm not going to share my personal story uh, in today's episode. Uh, they're then saying I did a lot of things wrong in those first couple years, and it was a very difficult season of my life. And so when somebody has this excitement, 
excitement and this desire to want to start a lawn care landscaping company, I'm like, okay, I remember those emotions and, and that energy. And I wish I would have had this information back then because it could have avoided me a lot of headaches and a lot of mistakes. And so I feel responsibility with this podcast to get as much information out there as possible to help the guys who maybe have a part-time business that want to take it full-time, or maybe they want to just start from scratch and, and get this thing up and running. I just was on a coaching call with a fella yesterday. He's going to start his business in March of 2021. So it's exciting. We started putting together a purchase plan of what equipment to purchase and when, and a marketing plan of how to market to get his customers and, a, you know, kind of reverse engineering of where he wants to be and how to get there. And it's, it's exciting and it's fun. And so what we're going to do on today's episode is I was recently interviewed by Corey Ballard and Leroy Maines. They have a podcast called the Green Grind Podcast, and Mr. Producer will put their link in today's show notes. Uh, I have an episode with them that should be coming out later this month, but because I, am in, I was in my recording studio when they called to interview me, I was able to record the conversation, and it was over, I think it was like an, over an hour. Uh, we talked lawn care landscaping. Uh, it was awesome, but I'm going to play a short little clip from my uh, conversation with them because we started to talk about this transition, and they just had a lot of really insightful things to say about it. So let's hear what Leroy and Corey have to say about what to consider when transitioning. You know, Paul, I'm a state highway patrol officer. I'm a firefighter. Or I got laid off from a job or I got, you know, I got a job I hate, you know, doing midnights nursing and I hate it, but I need the money or whatever. What, what is the, the correct answer in your opinion for the guy who's thinking Ugh. of transitioning? I know it's every circumstance is different. Some guys got four kids. Some guys are single and all that. You know, some guys are deep in debt. Some guys aren't. But what is kind of your um, principles for those guys to consider that are in that transitional phase? Do you, when do you jump and when do you not jump? It's tough. Yeah. I, I know when I went, so I, I kind of had the same situation where I was in the hospitality industry and doing this uh, part-time on the side. And from, from my experience, you know, one of the biggest decisions was, was, you know, talking to my wife and saying, Hey, you know, this could get pretty hairy at times, especially with cash coming through the door and, and those types of things, you know, cause you go from knowing you're going to have that income to, you know, you're going to have it so many months out of the year in our market anyway, so many months out of the year. And the rest of it's just kind of like, well, you might get some revenue. You might not depending on if it snows. So that was a big part of it. And one of the things we really, really looked at was how much do we absolutely have to have to survive? You know, what is the bare minimum we can survive on, you know, and she still had a job and, and uh, did that. And can we live off her job? Well, we couldn't. So what did, what did our business need to bring in at that time so we could actually survive and not, when I say survive, I'm not saying, you know, we're eating out, you know, three nights a week and we're not going on vacations. What do we actually have to have to pay our bills and, and to survive that? And, you know, it's for guys going into it, I think a majority of them, I, I had the illusion that it was just going to be all um, grandiose and it was going to be great and, and, and it was going to be fine. And it was the complete opposite. There were days when I'm like, I don't know if we're going to make this thing, you know, and, and several days where you wanted to throw in the towel. So I think just being upfront with your spouse is a big one and knowing exactly what you have to have to live. And that was a motivator for me knowing that, okay, I've got to sell this job one way or the other, you know, what do we need to do to make this happen? And that was a, that was a pretty big key component for us anyway. So. Yeah. And just to piggyback on that a little bit, I agree with you. I mean, at first, if, if you're married, you know, you better make sure you've got full support from your spouse. If you're not, then, you know, look at what, you know, again, what, how much you need to live and, are you willing to take, um, you know, a, a minimal salary for a couple of years? I think guys get into it and, 
and they say, you know, God, the first year I got to make, you know, 75. And I'm like, you know what? You might make 25. Can you live on 25? No, I can't. Okay. So you really got to figure out, you know, how much do I need? And I do think people confuse, you know, top line with bottom line. Like, yeah, I'm, I do two, you know, I'm making 2000 a week. And I'm like, no, no, you're doing 2000 a week. You're making 400, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so, um, you know, I encourage guys to really run the numbers, figure out how much work it's going to take, uh, you know, can they buy used equipment? Everybody, I shouldn't say everybody, a lot of guys go out because you can finance a new mower for 0%, right? And, and they'll give you a new Chevy for 0%. And they go out and they, they just get so debt ridden right, right out of the gate. They got a brand new truck and a brand new, two brand new zero turns. And I'm like, you know, guys, we didn't have new equipment for 10 years. We ran junk equipment, bought trucks at the auction. We painted them at Mako for a thousand bucks a piece. We ran used equipment. Um, but the reality is, you know, there were weeks that we did not pay ourselves. And if you have employees, maybe it's one employee, maybe it's 10, you got to pay your employees first. So are you willing to go home Friday with no paycheck? And and how many Fridays are you willing to do that? Because that's the reality. And so, you know, what do you have in savings? You know, what kind of debt do you have? Um, you know, do you have, a, you know, there's guys I know that have cashed out their 401k, which I strongly discourage, like leave that, you know, you, you're going to take a haircut and you pull that money out, you know, you're going to get 60% of it or maybe 50% of it. And, so yeah, it is. I get that a lot too, Paul. It's like, you know, I'm really close. I think I can do it. Uh, you know, I know what holds a lot of guys back is, you know, if they're, you know, they, if they're a firefighter or again, or a police officer, they've got full benefits and IPERS or, or whatever your state has for some sort of retirement fund and, um, or guys in the, you know, in the military, you know, uh, my brother's in the Coast Guard. He's, he can get out next year and, um, you know, got it, you know, he's got a pretty cush deal, but it's a big risk to go out on your own and, and to get away from that. But I, if you don't take any risk, you don't get the reward. Um, you know, are you willing to work Saturday and Sunday? You know, I talk to guys all the time that, you know, they want to go on their own, but they're like, yeah, I don't work weekends. I'm like, what, what do you mean you don't work weekends? Like, you, you, I work, I mean, I work weekends and I've been doing this forever. Like, you work whenever you have to work. I mean, are you willing? And I, you know, I said to him, are you willing to do whatever it takes? Um, you know, and if you're not, then this is probably not for you. It's a tough, tough business. Any business is tough. I don't care what business you're in, but are you willing to do whatever it takes? And, um, and you know, does your spouse, if you're married, support you and realize that you're not going to get home at five o'clock for dinner. You might get home at nine o'clock and you might have to sit down and do billing till 11 and you might be out the door before the sun comes up again. And on Saturday, you might be in the shop fixing your junk equipment or you might be out cutting grass or doing landscaping. And so, you know, it just, it just goes back to what are you willing to do? What are you willing to risk? Um, and how much work are you willing to put in? And I think your age could play a part of that, you know, children, wife, you know, husband, whatever that looks like. And, um, it is, it, it is different for every person. Um, but there is, there's a lot of guys in that scenario right now. And I get a couple questions a day about that. You know, Hey, I'm just, I just don't know if I can go full time. I've got a job and it, it is, it's a tough, it's a tough one. It's for me on the outside, it's kind of easy. Just take the leap, right? Well, a guy with his 401k and his healthcare. And, you know, that's a scary, that's a scary moment when you come home to your wife and say, Hey, I quit the job. You know, it's, it's, it's go time. And, um, you know, we, in my business, I've had scary times. Leroy's had some scary times. Um, you know, we had scary times and we were a good sized company, you know, and, um, you know, recessions hit and, you know, fuel prices get high and, and, and things happen. And so, Long answer, I guess, but uh, each person's really got to dig in and decide, you know, what's their, you know, what's their appetite for risk. You are listening to the Green Industry Podcast. Paul returns in just a moment. 
Hardscapeacademy.com is the place to learn how to become a professional hardscaper. It has courses there, a retaining wall installation course and a paver installation course, teaching you how to build a complete project that can take your company to another level that is profitable and worthwhile. Hey guys, Paul here and want to share with you one of the biggest mistakes I made early on in my landscaping business and that was pricing my services too low, way too low. After constantly feeling like I was robbing Peter to pay Paul, I reached out to some mentors in the industry. They helped me identify that my prices were not fair market value and told me the solution was simple. Raise my prices. And so my accountant helped me professionally craft a rate increase letter to inform my current customers that I was raising my prices and why. This letter has been very successful in both my business and in those who have purchased my rate increase letter. The letter is available for only $20 at greenindustrypodcast.com. And of course, Mr. Producer will put that link in today's show notes. Well, we really appreciate everybody who has been getting that rate increase letter. I think it's really good to train our customers that we are going to continuously, constantly be raising our prices. I learned that from a fellow named Matt LaMarche, and uh, he's just so good at sales. And he was like, Paul, I teach my clients. I, tr- I train them to expect that I'm going to be raising my prices. I was like, man, that is so good. And so that rate increase letter is something you want to download, get it on your computer and just getting it, getting in a habit every single year of sending that out to your customers at least once a year and uh, raising the rate. If you're charging $43 to cut their grass this year, next year, charging $45 or 46. And then the next year, you know, when you go from 46 to 48 or 49, they're going to kind of already anticipate and expect it. And so you're always staying ahead of inflation. So that rate increase letter is available in today's show notes for only $20. Marty, you still got it on sale? It is. So it is on sale for $20. And uh, I think it will really help you structure how to communicate to your customers that the price is being increased. And also, I want to let you know about that Green Grind podcast. It's a new podcast with Corey and Leroy up there in Iowa. I think they got like 11 or 12 episodes out and uh, some really good interviews. Uh, they have, you know, Troy Clogg, Brian Fullerton, guys that you're uh, here on our show uh, that's been their guest, Britt Dowd from Kansas City. They just interviewed him. And if if you subscribe to their show, then when a new episode comes out, uh, it will pop up on your phone and our episode where they interviewed me, uh, it should be coming out later this month. And we talked for over an hour about lawn care, landscaping, my business story. So make sure you uh, take a listen to that episode when it comes out on the Green Grind podcast. And I wanted to add a couple more things about the transition. Uh, they what Leroy and, you know, Uh, Corey said, I echo everything that they said. And I want to add that when we do transition, and this isn't necessarily only related to lawn care and landscaping, but just in life in general, it's a good principle to live by is that we want to transition well. And so there's seasons in life where maybe a chapter is closing and that could be you're a paramedic, a nurse, a law enforcement or whatever it is. And you're, you're going to move away from that and you're going to start your own business. Well, transition well, meaning show up on time those last two weeks, put in a two week notice, a professional 
two week notice and, and honor the people that you know, paid you money. They gave you employment. Say, thank you. And I'm transitioning. This is why this is when, you know, just be very clear, very professional. Don't leave any gray murky waters. Just let them know what's going on. Be grateful, thankful. And then, you know, the last two weeks, don't mail it in, show up on time, finish well, do excellent work. And like the boss is standing over your shoulder watching you, right? And uh, transition well, because as you start this fresh new chapter, uh, the excitement of having your own business, you don't want to step into that with some chaotic, you know, sour ending to your previous situation. So stay away from gossip, stay away from slander, stay away from walking in the boss's office and flipping them off and cussing them out and saying, I quit, you know, just do a professional email or letter and uh, make sure you express the details and be professional and finish well. So with that being said, Lastly, I want to emphasize the importance of having an actual business plan. And I say that uh, kind of, you can't see me, but I'm smiling because when I did my transition, uh, which was starting <laughs> in my lawn care business, I had zero plan. My plan was get cut grass, make cash and put, put gas in my, you know, uh, car. <laughs> like I was in survival mode. And when you live like that, you really uh, make a lot of mistakes because you're not thinking ahead. And so I would encourage you to digest as much information as you can, whether it's the Fullerton Unfiltered podcast and the Lawn Care Business Success podcast. And thank you for listening to my podcast, the Green Industry podcast. You know, it, it just start consuming this information. And if you want to hop on a, a coaching call or multiple coaching calls, I'd recommend whether it's with me or Brian Fullerton or someone who's got, you know, I got 10 years under my belt in this business. I think Brian's got like 15. We, we've been around, like we've learned stuff. We want to help you actually structure and create a business plan. I was talking to a fellow in Illinois and he's got a few customers right now. He's got a little bit of, you know, homeowner equipment and he's, he's dreaming about 2021. Like, man, I, I want to have a business. Like I want to have to do this full time. I want to be able to quit my job. I want to be able to do this full time. How do I get there? And it's exciting because we're starting to put together that plan. Well, let's buy this mower, this weed eater, this blower. And what kind of services do you want to offer? And, you know, do you want to be in lawn maintenance with some landscape enhancements or do you want to just be landscape installations or what do you, what do you enjoy doing? And, and then finding that target market. Well, okay. Now that we know what you want to be doing, where do you want to be doing it? And there's so many variations. There's so many different, uh, depending on what you like to do and what your plan is, but we wanted to establish a plan so that you just don't willy nilly go to the dealer and just start buying equipment. And you just don't show up at someone's property and start doing a service, but that there's real strategy of what services you want to provide and making sure you, you know, get the equipment set up to really be focused on what you're going to, your niches are going to be and uh, getting this thing started the right way with an actual game plan so that you are profitable, that this thing is successful uh, because financially, when you got the 40 hour week job with benefits, it's, it's, there's a, I don't want to say it's completely safe, but it's, it's a, there's a little bit of a safety net there, but when you're an entrepreneur, I mean, you got to really be on top of things. You got to dot your I's, you got to cross your T's. Uh, you got to make sure that revenue is coming in and, and as expenses are under control and, and the profitability is there. So anyway, we make these podcasts to help with that. And if you want to actually design a structural business plan for your specific 
you know, strategy for you. Uh, we offer one-on-one -on -one coaching here. Uh, we're going to be doing that until we go on tour in October. So we got about two or three weeks where you can still sign up for one-on-one -on -one business coaching with me and we can uh, help you with that plan. Brought my buddy, Brian Fullerton up there, uh, the Fullerton Unfiltered podcast. He does business coaching as well. You can give him a call and uh, we'd love to help you guys. So most of the producer will put that link to the one-on-one -on -one business coaching in today's show notes, as well as that rate increase letter. If you guys want to raise your rates uh, for your customers, uh, we created a template that will help you do that. So we appreciate you listening and uh, smash that subscribe button over there for Corey's show. And if you're not subscribed to our show, subscribe to the Green Industry Podcast. We put out daily episodes Monday through Friday to help you build a profitable lawn care and landscaping company.